Welcome to episode 24 of Charlie's Music Production Lessons, which is a spin-off of my podcast, Composer Quest. I'm Charlie McCarran, and in this show I'll be digging into my own productions in hopes of getting your creative gears turning. How would you score a scene where a guy looks longingly at a bag of Doritos stuck in a vending machine? That was one of my most recent scoring puzzles I had to solve. In this episode, I share some tips on writing an effective melody in the brief amount of time you're given in a commercial. This production lesson originally aired in Composer Quest episode 136 with Garrett Hope. For more music production lessons and composer interviews, visit ComposerQuest.com. I mentioned in my talk with Garrett Hope that I recently scored a commercial, and I thought I'd share my process for that project. The filmmakers at Uptop Films decided to make something for the Doritos Crash the Super Bowl contest, where anyone can submit a commercial and the top five will air during the game. The guys I was working with at Uptop Films had a great commercial already filmed. It opens with a nostalgic black and white scene of kids playing outside. While the boy takes a bite of a single Dorito, the narrator says, You'll always remember the first time you tasted a Dorito. We quickly pass through a trippy time portal montage, and we find the grown-up version of this boy staring longingly into a snack machine. His bag of Doritos is stuck in the machine. And according to his friends, It's his last dollar. Anything we can do? Probably not. Meanwhile, his friend munches on his own bag of Doritos. Let him ride it out. So what was I going to do musically with this commercial? Well, the team had already put some temporary music in there, a Philip Glass piano piece. Some composers hate having temp music placed in a film, because often the director can't get past that exact sound even if the new composition actually fits it better. A classic example of temp music is 2001 A Space Odyssey, in which Stanley Kubrick scrapped the composed score and went with his original temp placement of classical music. I usually find temp scores more helpful than not, as long as the filmmakers aren't completely close-minded about my composition. For this Doritos commercial, I knew I could do better than the Philip Glass piece just in terms of making the music fit the emotions of the scene with better timing. I knew the opening would have to start nostalgic and simple, then it would open up into a magical world for the time travel montage, and it would end on a sad, empty feeling. I'll play my score as it turned out in the final commercial, then I'll break it down. We were all children, the innocent gift of the new world around you, your first best friend. Your first home run. Memories fade, but you'll always remember the first time you tasted a Dorito. Is he okay? It's his last dollar. Anything we can do? Probably not. Let him ride it out. The Philip Glass piece inspired me in four ways. First, I decided on piano, since the same instrumentation as a temp track is usually a good idea. Even if the director isn't musical, they probably have a good instinct for choosing instrumentation. Second, I decided to use arpeggios, a la Philip Glass. Arpeggios are such a quick and effective way to make a piece have motion. If you're feeling like your composition is plotting, try breaking your chords up into arpeggios. Third, I might not have chosen to start in a minor key since the visuals start with kids having fun outside. 
but I think the director made a good choice to start minor and mysterious to match the black and white slow motion footage. Fourth, the Philip Glass piece had some very fast, fluttery parts that sound magical. I used that idea in the time warp scene. For these fluttery instruments, I used two flutes and a marimba. Here are those three parts separate and together. I should point out that all of these are sampled instruments that I'm triggering with my MIDI keyboard. As I mentioned in my talk with Garrett Hope, it seems like nowadays filmmakers expect very polished recordings, and sometimes sampled instruments are the only way to get it. Although these sampled instruments lack the human touch you'd get with live performers, I'm starting to get sucked in by their ease of use and level of polish. One thing that's essential if you're going to use sampled instruments is adding a good reverb. Take a listen to how my arrangement sounds without reverb. Sounds pretty terrible, especially the solo piano. Here's what it sounds like with reverb. For the nerds out there, I'm using a Max for Live effect called Convolution Reverb Pro. Convolution Reverb is cool because it models real spaces. For my mix, I actually applied two reverbs, a large wooden room and York Minster Cathedral for some really long reverb tails. Using two Convolution Reverbs might not be the correct way to do it, but to my ear it helps create a good wash of reverb to make these sampled instruments sound more realistic. Now let's talk about some composition techniques I used. Since my score was only going to be 20 seconds long, I knew my melodic timing would be really important. It's so short I could only fit about three phrases in, so I tried to time them out so they'd line up with the mood shifts in the commercial. The first phrase had to convey a sense of mystery and awe, which I got all thanks to one note, an unexpected sharp fourth scale degree. This note was questioned by the director. He asked if the note could go up instead of down. I interpreted that as, this note sounds too mysterious or dark. So I tried a few variations with the whole melody up an octave, which seemed to lighten the mood considerably. I wanted to give the director a couple variations, so here's one I did where I lowered that sharp four scale degree to sound more normal. For another variation, I tried adding a harmony part that would reinforce the sharp four by making it sound a little more like a ragtime accidental. I sent all these variations to the director, and he wrote back that he actually had grown to like my original version. I think this was an example of the director being stuck on the original temp music, and not prepared with fresh ears for my score. 
So to finish up my discussion about melodic phrasing, I knew I wanted to end the second phrase on a high note, literally, right as the kid bites into the Dorito and warps through time. Since the previous phrase also ended on a high note, the end of the second phrase had to be even higher. The third and final phrase starts way up high on the note that the second phrase ended on. My idea was that the viewer would have the rug pulled out from under them, musically speaking. The thick, bassy texture during the time warp scene cuts out completely, and you're left with a lonely solo piano. Before we listen to the full composition, I want to remind you that you can find all of these production lessons as their own sub-podcast called Charlie's Music Production Lessons. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcasting app, or at composerquest.com cmpl. Now when you're listening to my score, notice how the three melodic phrases are related. This is an example of sequencing, where I use the same rhythmic and melodic pattern for each phrase, but I change up the notes. Also, even though phrase 1 and 2 start out very similarly, the chords underneath are different. Under phrase 2, I initiate a key change by using a secondary dominant chord that pulls us out of E minor into C major. So here is my score for the Doritos commercial called Ride It Out. <laughs> 